Hey listener, this podcast is called Trigger Warning Romance for a reason. It is intended for an 18 plus audience due to the adult context and triggers that may be discussed in each episode. Please check the show notes for a full list of triggers and proceed with caution. You have been properly warned. It's time to count off the triggers. Hello, and welcome to Trigger Warning Romance, everybody. I'm Nat. I'm Tori. And today, we are finally doing the much-awaited Den of Vipers by K.A. Knight book. (laughs) Woohoo! Yes, it's been like three weeks of teasing you guys. But hopefully you enjoyed our Q&A session last week. Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing the Q&A session. I did too. Yeah. Um, so if you guys have any follow-up questions, maybe we'll, you know, start another thread so that we can get some more Q&As for later on. I know everybody wants Mr. Savage and Mr. Klein on, so we will try to get an episode out of like a double date episode or something where the four of us sit down. (laughs) That should be an entertaining evening. Scheduling that is difficult with four schedules and two kids. Yeah. So. Y'all be patient. We're working on it. <laughs> we'll have to do it like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, so firstly, thank you for your patience for this episode. I know everybody is dying for it. So here it, it is. Finally, we just have a few like housekeeping items that we wanted to take care of first before we forget, because both of our brains are um, not quality when it comes to memory. <laughs> yeah. So first, um, we want to remind you to please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically because it's the only place I can think of and I found that you can write an actual review rather than just give the rating. Um, and we will be reading um, our review every episode uh, until we run out and hopefully we won't run out because you guys will continue to review us. Um, it really helps the podcast, helps other people find the podcast and puts us, you know, in front of people who would be interested. Um, also makes us feel good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Every time I see that review up, um, a new review, I get really excited because it means so, like a, a person is listening. <laughs> it's so weird. We are, we are like almost 20 episodes in. And we still call each other and go, oh my God, can you believe people are listening to this? Honestly, yes. I'm shocked that people are listening. And when you guys reach out to us via um, Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, email, we're so excited to hear from you um, and that you're listening and that you're liking the podcast. Once again, if you have not reviewed us, please do so um, on Apple Podcasts and we'll read your review at some point. So let me go to, we'll do it in order of first to newest. So like the oldest to newest, I should say. Um, and let me go back. I'm going to read, I'm gonna, we didn't read one last week. Do you want to read two today or should we just read one? 
let's just read one. We've got, we've got a lot to talk about today. Okay. Sounds good. So let me go back to the oldest. Okay. Um, this is, uh, I'm not going to read who it's from because I don't know if they want to be called out, but you'll know your review because you're listening. Um, this one says great podcast off to a very good start. Only one episode is out when I'm posting this review, but I can already tell this is going to be a good podcast. The podcasters play off each other really well, and I have a really great pacing. Since this was an intro episode, no deep dives into books yet, but their intros and descriptions of what they like make me very excited for how they'll review books in the future. I really look forward to the future episodes. And uh, I am hoping that this person is still enjoying the episodes. <laughs> yes, we hope you are not disappointed. Yes. So thank you for that review. Um, and the other thing we wanted to just uh, remind, not remind, geez, uh, let you guys know of, is that book that I couldn't think of the name, the Russian Mafia Secret Baby <laughs> book. I found it, guys. I found it. It's, Yay! Oh my goodness. Um, now I gotta open it up because I sent it to, to Tori and I know the title, but I don't remember the author anymore. Natasha Knight. Ah, thank you. There you go. So it's it's called Mine by Natasha Knight. Of course it's called Mine. Are we surprised? Not at all. Um it is yeah. the first book in a duet. Yes. And I have already read it and I would highly recommend it. I have not finished book two yet. But book one is off to a good start. Yes. Um, I read both of them. Uh, I have not reread them. I was going to, but I got tired. But both of them, uh, I've read the, the duet and they're good. But I just remember that first book because it was epic. <sighs> anyway, on to Den of Vipers. <laughs> you've, read, you've read this book before, Tori. Yes, I've read it a couple of times. I have forgotten how funny it was. Yeah. And there were a lot of parts of this that made me laugh. It was a really funny book. Here is, okay, we know I'm not a fan of the Why Choose books. And honestly, I'm surprised uh, that you said you liked this book because when we talked last about, um, actually in the Q&A episodes, you told me you did not, you are a plot person. You are a Why Choose lover, but usually of series because in a one book series, it's not enough time for people to develop the relationship that you want. And the one thing, oh, I've had many problems with this book. I, I'm, again, if you like this book, I understand why you like this book. I am not shaming you. It just wasn't for me. Um, and the, the, um, the dudes were not necessarily the problem. Like the, the why choose aspect was not the problem for me. Really? Yes. The problem I had, well, in a way it was because I got confused with um, who who was who and who was doing who and who was where. <laughs> um, but I loved the sex in this book. It was hot. Yes. And so fun to read. The rest of the book annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry. I liked it mainly because it was funny and the sex was good. Mm -hmm. I don't always have to have a plot. Okay. Um, usually I do, but not always. 
I would call I would class this as a fun book and a fun read rather than a good book or a good read. It was entertaining. It I was haven't... very entertaining. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, I understand why people like this book. Um, I understand why everybody was raving about it. I think it could have been amazing. It just needed a little bit more editing. It was too long and a little bit too repetitive for me. Fair. Um, like it was so long. And if I had to hear, <laughs> these were my men and this was my family and I'm a viper one more freaking time, I was going to launch the book out the freaking window. <laughs> Because that's all she kept saying is like how this was her family and how I'm I'm gonna rave, guys. I don't know if you're gonna like me after this episode. Cause again, I, I understand why you like this book. I just think that it was put out too soon. It needed to be edited a little bit more and it would have been amazing. It was a fun read. I enjoyed it. I actually was surprised how much I enjoyed it. But I might convert you yet. Yeah. Um I still wasn't like the, I wasn't a fan of the why choose aspect. Like I don't, there were three extra dudes I did not need. <laughs> well, which one did you need? Uh, which one would I choose if I had to choose one of them? Ryder. He's the only semi-sane one. Who would you choose? It would be a toss up between Ryder and Diesel. Of course. <laughs> Two extremes. Mm-hmm. Diesel is too crazy for me. I can't. I'm sorry. Actually, I. this is another thing that I found in this book. I found my, not not necessarily trigger, but my limit. I found my limit in this book. Really? I don't like blood. Oh. I never knew that about myself. I don't like it. It made me queasy reading that, like some parts of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, re- I mean, I powered through. I, you know, and again, it didn't trigger anything in me. I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not kink shaming anybody. If this is your thing, go for it. It's just not my thing. And I was very surprised. I was like, ah, I found I found something I don't enjoy at all on any level. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> right? Because it's always fun to be exposed to something new and be able to decide if you like it or not. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. The other it starts off with our the okay sorry i'm gonna like i think the other reason i didn't particularly like this book is because the the heroine reminded me, her personality anyway reminded me a lot of myself when i was younger well you had mentioned that in our last episode yeah and i was like oh my god she's so annoying <laughs> i have never rooted against a heroine so much my whole my whole life as I was like oh my again I think it's because she was too too similar to me when I was like in high school because I thought I was such a badass in high school and I wasn't and she thought she was such a badass and I'm like you are not a badass first of all this girl they did her a favor by shutting that bar down when they took her (laughs) um May I read you something? Of course. Turning back to my bar, I grin at the exterior. She ain't much to look at, but she's all mine. Roxers, written in bright red LED letters, hangs above the door, which has seen better days. She's run down, for sure, a dive, but she's one hell of a place to drink. 
The outside looks like an old cabin of some kind, made from wood and mismatched brick. So far, not really a big problem, right? The porch has a wrapped around the patron where, I'm sorry, the porch has wrapped all the way around where the patrons all smoke. The bike space is in front of her. The two swing doors are unlocked and the moment, and at the moment, and the filthy windows leave you unable to look inside. Girl, clean your bar. <laughs> okay, she then goes off to something like flicking the, the kitchen light off. I walk into the bar area to mop the floor. Not that it stops it from being a sticky mess you wouldn't want to walk with bare feet on, but it's a habit. Why? If you mop it all the time, why is it so gross? Clean your bar. There's nothing wrong with a dive bar and nothing wrong with it being shabby, but you are health codes, health code violation, health code violations. She then talks about like how um, the the cook was cooking for her and she was eating on this like gross bar top where there's like sticky. I was like, why is anybody eating there? Why are you eating there? Why is this okay? Why are you proud of the fact that it's dirty? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just giggling. <laughs> like, and then <laughs> my other note was when um, there are four massive men covered in tattoos, like they came, whatever, to, to take her. The clothing is all black. I didn't know it or whatever. I'm like, oh, are they there to clean? <laughs> are they there to clean? Is this a cleaning crew? I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> And then she's too stupid to live. She was one of the most too stupid to live heroines I've read about in quite a while. She's made so many mistakes. I will agree with you on that. Right? I appreciated the fact that she didn't just lay down and roll over. Mm-hmm. But intelligence was not her high point. No. Again, like they, they kidnapped her and that was hot. Like I like I loved the like instant attraction to her. Like when they saw her picture and they were like, mine i was like okay yeah i'm on board okay cool um and then they took her again she was she was such a brat probably a little too much it probably hit too close to home which is probably why i didn't like this book it is nothing against the book it's all me i was like why is she like such a brat because she kept provoking them right in the beginning especially like at the end it kind of made sense because it was like their thing right like she pushes and they push back and that was their like whole dynamic and it was almost like a game to them but in the beginning when she legitimately thought they were going to kill her she she yelled and made a mess and like she did not stay on like the below their radar like she like if if i got kidnapped and i legitimately thought these four dudes were going to kill me i would try and like but they like just left me in a room I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to try maybe to escape. I wouldn't act out like a toddler to piss them off even more. Yeah, I didn't get the tantrum. Yeah. Um, and why I is under- that? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I understood the severe anger, mm-hmm. but I didn't get the acting out. I didn't understand that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I understood why she was angry too, of course. Like, I would be pissed, but just play it a little smarter but i don't know and i guess she, she couldn't have looks and smarts <laughs> <laughs> i 
they thought that she was really smart. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Are we looking at the same? I guess love makes you blind. You know, when we look at the same girl. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, everybody was yelling. She always growled or um, yelled or like snapped. There was no, no one was calm in this book. Everybody was yelling. There was no, everybody was yelling. Why always yelling? Some family dynamics are just like that. I guess. I don't know. It just, the the book gave me a headache. My ex-husband's family yelled all the time. Mm. His mother, his father, his sister, it was insufferable. I think that it didn't bother me in the book because I read it and I didn't have to hear it. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's one of the differences maybe between an audio and a written book. Yeah. But I understand that some families just operate that way. I guess. It was just, everybody was yelling. It's a very yelly book. <laughs> Everybody trying to talk over each other. Yeah. And you have to yell to be, to be heard. Um, I did listen. Yeah. I did listen a little bit um, on audio. And one of our listeners actually told me, he's like, girl, don't, don't listen to it on Audible. It's horrible. <laughs> and um, I would have to agree with her. <laughs> the audio book did not make it any better. Uh, the male narrator, I just, I, it, he wasn't bad. I feel like it's just, uh, he, he wasn't like the voice didn't do it for me, you know? Yeah. So I was like, uh, um, but, uh, I also enjoyed playing that at the car wash though. Yay. <laughs> I did. If anybody listened to our last episode, I did go back to that car wash and I did play that diesel knife scene for them. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the diesel knife knife scene. I enjoyed it too. I just, uh, I I didn't, I just, I will say that when he tied her up in the assassin's blood, that was a little uh, bit much. uh, I I kept thinking about hygiene and bloodborne diseases and it didn't squint me out when it was her blood, but her and someone else's blood, that was a little too far. I was just squicked out by the whole thing. Although, I mean, she's a dirty person, so she probably liked it. Because again, like I don't remember towards the beginning, like they were like, maybe you should go shower, and she was like, no. And I'm like, girl, you're dirty. Go shower. <laughs> I don't know. I, she liked being dirty. Um, it's fine. Um, yeah, the like this boy. I mean, the points for creativity, a hundred percent. Like for the mm-hmm. author, like I've never read anything like that before. Again, I enjoyed it from like afar, but it definitely grossed me out because I, I don't like blood. I didn't ever knew that about myself. So I'm going to have to re- um, recommend this book to Rara from Pink Kink because she loves blood. Oh, so she probably would love. Th- I don't know. She probably read it already. But if she, if you haven't read this book, Rara, you should totally read it. It's lots of blood play in it. Lots of other stuff in it, too. <laughs> probably like everything. Everything is in here. Everything. The sex all the way around. Sign me up. Again, I liked the sex in this book for the most part, minus the blood. Um, Although I, I have one question for you. And authors, okay. if you're listening, this is for you. When you are writing acrobatic sex scenes, do you have your significant other play those positions out so you can see how you can move? Because 
and it's not just the denim vipers. It, it's there's a lot of books that they're flipping and twisting and turning. And I'm like, how exactly does that work without breaking something? I don't know. I don't know. I'm because I have a hard time visualizing sometimes because you'll be reading and then all of a sudden he doesn't actually slide out. He just turns her on her to her hands and knees. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that like a pogo stick? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. I I don't know. Um, I'm not an author and by by any stretch of the imagination. I'm also one of the least uh, physically fit people you'll ever meet. So um, I would not be doing any of that with my husband because we would break one another in not a fun way. So um, I don't know. I don't think I don't think they're charting any of this out either because no offense to authors as a whole they're not meant they're not um known for their physical feats right (laughs) they're sitting and writing most of the time they're not like climbing mount kilimanjaro that's that's (laughs) the point so again some of them might be i think but as a majority i think it's safe to say um they're not the most physically fit people because they're they're writing i don't know you let us know, authors. Um, what else did I have to say about this book? Uh, just me, a lot of... Okay, the other thing that kind of grossed me out in this book, the the actual brothers part. Like, the they were all doing her, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, and two of them were actual brothers. Like, blood brothers. But they weren't doing anything with each other, and their swords weren't crossing, so... It's still uh, not not for me. Okay. Okay. Creep me out. Don't it like didn't it. even ping on my radar. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I the first question I had because they kept calling you the brothers. I was like, are they like actual brothers or are they, you know, like found family brothers? And I was like, if it's found family, like, all right. But then I found out two of them were actual brothers, and I was like, oh no no. No, thank- no, 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 nope. I would probably have felt differently had there been some swords crossing or had mm. it been an incestuous type thing. But they were like talking to each other during it. Yes. <laughs> totally silent All sex right. would be really <laughs> weird. I mean, can you have. It's- now, I used to watch porn with friends. And we would turn the mm. we would turn the sound off, and we would Mystery Science Theater three thousand it. That's amazing. It was awesome, especially when you ha- <laughs> when you have some rum in you. Yeah, Lots of fun. Oh man, <laughs> but silent that sex like fun. is just weird. I know it's. So I know uh, in college we had porn and cookie night, so I totally get you <laughs> uh, with our roommates and some of the boys from upstairs. Um, and I, we had that poor girl, we had a girl in our room, um, who my BFF, my roommate who I've referred to, um, her and I definitely broke this poor girl because she was a virgin from a very like Christian family and she was roommates with me (laughs) and is my, my friend who is, um, definitely, more like you and I than like the other one so anyway I 
again, I just, I think the brothers part, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get on board. I'm sorry. I, maybe it's because I'm not used to uh, white shoes, right? It's not something I read all the time. Like it's something you read all the time. So it's just normal for you because you said a lot of them are like even twins. Yeah. That, no, <laughs> not for me. That's going to severely limit the books I can expose you to. It's fine. I, I'll read it. I just will. This is this is the conversation we're going to have. Afterwards. Yes, but I want you to read it and enjoy it. If I'm going to to change your mind, which I know I'm not going to do, and that's okay. But I would rather pick something that you actually get something out of rather than suffering through. Let us know, guys. Are you are you like me or are you like Tori? What side of the two brothers and one girl are you are you on? Maybe it's because my. Mr. Savage has brothers, and that's just like so not that just creeps me out. <laughs> it creeps me out. Like, why well, would no? But I don't want to do that with anybody. Like, I wouldn't want more than one partner at a time anyway. So um, I don't think you're gonna win me over. <laughs> it's fine. You might, you might. Um, because parts of his book was totally fun and totally like I like I was surprised how little of the time they were all doing her together yes. like I thought that was the whole point and they all seemed to like take turns there were a few scenes that they were all together but for the most part she was with them one-on-one I'm curious why you think that that's the whole point because like I think it's the whole point of why choose you don't have to choose you have all of them at once but she did have all of them at once just not necessarily sexually. separately it's not just a matter of why choose sex. It's also a matter of why choose the relationship. Yeah. But sex is part of that relationship. Yeah. But it's not the focal point. In this book? Well, in this book, maybe. But in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess. I guess it's just the promise of the premise. If you're telling me that there are four dudes and one lady, I'm expecting four dudes and one lady because I, you know me I'm reading the books mainly for the sex I the plot is whatever for me but like it needs to be super spicy and this book was definitely super spicy no complaints there although I was really surprised that they didn't have sex until like 20 percent in I would still call that a fast burn no yeah absolutely I just was expecting it like Zoe Blake style page two <laughs> well with what you hear about Den of Vipers I can certainly understand that expectation yeah. Um, what was your favorite sex scene? Um, oh, I don't know. Hang on. What did I highlight? <laughs> Not Diesel. <laughs> I think Ryder. Oh, oh, I know which one. It was the one with Ryder um, in the office when he was making a phone call. He had to make a phone call. And that was fun for me because he was always like the in control guy and then like to see him out of control was fun uh yeah he was my favorite by by a long although i cannot hear about office sex without thinking of greed and his wednesdays yes (laughs) yes i understand i just can't it has since we read that book every time i read a sex scene in the office I'm like, oh, is it Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, so yeah, that was probably my favorite because he was my favorite uh, 
dude. The other, th- I don't know, I just didn't like the other, the names were kind of dumb for me. Like Kenzo's, Kenzo as a, as a name didn't do it for me. And so I just didn't find him attractive, mainly because of his name, which is stupid um, on my part, not on the book's part. Um, I will say that one of my, one of my favorite why choose, I put off reading, I kept coming back to the book and I kept reading the blurb and I would immediately discount it because the heroine's name irritated me. Okay. Um, if I have a hard time pronouncing a name, even if it's just in my head, I have a difficult time with the book. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So and I don't even know why I finally broke down and read it, but it was astounding. It was, you won't like it because it's triplets. Um, <laughs> I wish you could see her <laughs> face, folks. <laughs> oh, God. I, again, I'm not yucking anybody's yum. If, the, if you're into it, good for you. I just can't get on board. It's not. No. If it weren't for the no. triplets aspect of it, I would think it's a book for you. Okay. Because there's lots of sex and there's lots of mom. Okay. I like it. There's some Dubcon. Um, the, yes. the series that I'm talking about is the Cruel Crimes duet by Jerrica James. You've talked about it before, but you can talk about it again. It's a mafia book. And Ooh. the characters all knew each other in high school. They went to a a school which had a lot of mafia family, a lot of crime family kids. So, Mm. but it was kind of like a neutral zone. So they didn't really talk about their families, but the four of them got in, she got involved with one of the brothers. And from there, she ended up getting involved with the other two as well. And then she disappears. Her uncle took her out of school and her uncle was a real prick of a guy um the abuse that she went through and that she she talks about is is just phenomenal what she had what what she overcomes to be the person that she is um I mean it starts out when she's like seven and she's put in a room with several adult men who um who are traffickers and they're trying to rape her and she's given a knife and told to survive. Jesus. So her entire life is has been one conflict after another, after another, after another, until she went to this, this mafia school. So years pass and she talks to her uncle and comes to a um, an agreement of sorts where she wants to live her life free of influence on her own for I think it's three years. It might be five, three or five. And then she'll come back and take over the family like he intends for her to do. Because all of the training and all of the abuse was to get her ready to take over this family. And this is several years into the, a couple of years into the agreement. And you find out that every couple of, every few weeks, every couple of months he sends assassins after her because he wants to keep her skills sharp i mean it's it's insanity at its finest which i think is one of the reason that I, reasons that i liked it very intense yeah 
um, because there's a lot of action. There's a lot of plot driven. It does have yeah. the mind. It does have the sex. Um, just all the way around. I it's a, it's a good good time. Maybe we'll. I mean, I'm like I said. If you want to read it, we'll read it. I'll read whatever you want me to read. I'm just gonna come back here and rant about it later, which is part of I think what people like. Hey, you know, it's part of our dynamic. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you didn't particularly like twist me until the very end of like book three. So this is true. But yeah, again, I just couldn't understand why she just kept pissing them off. <laughs> like when she tried to escape, that was fun because I like I was like, okay, cool, she's gonna escape. But then she couldn't, so she trashed. Was it Ryder's car? Yes, I think it was Ryder's car. I'm like, why would you do that? seems like a horrible idea. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble anyway. You're just making it worse. I will say that one of the sad scenes really stood out to me, and it was at Sam's funeral. Mm. And I really appreciated that it, I think, is the really the only time that we see a different side to Roxy. Yeah. And she's a little bit softer and a little bit less of that, I'm such a hard-ass bitch mask yes and I liked that yeah it was a nice change absolutely um but then she just goes back to being a hard-ass bitch it doesn't last long it doesn't yeah it doesn't like it just I I feel like it would have been nice to see her get softer and softer throughout the book like when she started to trust them Mm -hmm. but she never did she was like toward at the end she was just as hard and like it was I guess more of a put up show like because I guess they knew the real her but it was like she was still just as hard at the end as she was in the beginning which I think is one of the things that that makes this book different than a lot of romance novels because a lot of books when the heroine finally finds her people or her person she changes Mm -hmm. yeah and I personally don't care for that aspect of a lot of books because I think it's I think it's a mixed message that you should change who you are for the guy you're with Mm -hmm. and I I don't I don't like that message yeah I I agree I don't like that message I think that I think that that is something that stands out about Den of Vipers that is missing in a lot of other books Look, there's a lot of things that stand out in Dana Vipers, okay? <laughs> like I said, it was definitely very creative. I've never read anything like it. But, um, and at the same time, it was, the other thing that I didn't like about this book is that, that she kept, it was like, she kept saying how she wasn't like other girls, like over and over again. She's like, I'm not like other girls. I dress in leather and I have tattoos, and I'm like, okay, good for you. So do like 95% of the people I know. <laughs> Roxy tries awfully hard. Yes. She also has horrible, too stupid to live tendencies when it comes to picking an outfit for when you're going to save someone. She wore like a dress and heels. Girl, you know you're going to be in a fight. Why are you wearing a dress and, and heels? The whole, when she was, a okay, she went to help um, 
See, this is the pro the problem with the, uh, Dana Vipers uh, with being the white white shoes in general. Like, I don't remember anybody's names. She went to save Garrett. Yes. Ha. <laughs> okay. She went to save Garrett because she got a text message. Right. She didn't text anybody else from the the group. She she figured out when she got there that it was a setup, but it was too late at that point. And she was in such a rush that she didn't put on the correct shoes. Yes, the heels helped in escaping, right? And like she, it was a cool scene where she like smacked the guy in the, the head with the heel. But you wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have gotten caught if you had just worn sneakers or boots. Because the reason you got caught is because the, the heels sl slowed you down. There, I don't remember what book it was. But I read a book recently where the heroine gets caught in her heels. And so after that, every other time she wears shoes, they're sneakers. Because if she has mm -hmm. to run, she wants to be able to. And it yeah. tickled me so much. But I don't remember what book it was. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever read it. But that seems like a logical situation. It seems like a mistake you only make once. Yes. Again, the thing is, like, she knew she was going there to save him, right? Like, she she got the weapons and whatever else. Like, she was re she got ready. But, like, the one thing you couldn't freaking find is, like, a sensible pair of, sh pair of shoes. Especially since she always wore boots. Yes. I don't know. And then when they went to the triad bar, she like put on the red dress. I'm like, again, you're going, you, you know, you're going to fight. Like, why are you putting on a dress on? And the dum-dums all should, like, they just, it was like only three, it was three against whoever, but I knew that we would win because we're so badass. Like, that's the problem I had with this book. It was very unrealistic. I know I'm talking about a freaking book and the whole point is to suspend reality, but in my brain, I'm like, it's not realistic. And some of the other books we've read, like like the Zoe Blake books, yes, they they showed up to save the heroines, but they always had like backup with them, like a good amount. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't just, you know, um, like Maxim just showing up by himself, you know? Um, is there anything else I want to say? Again, I liked, I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. So please don't hate me. Like I'm just... This is part of, um, oh, also, uh, this is a personal word that I could not stand reading anymore. Cream was used a lot in this book. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Okay. I think it's just because I just, I don't like that word. Yeah, there are some words that just don't do it for me. It's, and it's just a me thing again. That's not an author's problem. That's not a, a you problem. It's just a personal um, like my friend with the fisting. <laughs> this is a this is a me problem. <laughs> one of mine is girth. Oh yeah, I don't particularly care for that and one. And I read a book where they were talking about his ejaculate. Oh. And I was like, ah. And that was a do not finish. That was just an automatic, I can't go any further. I don't like spent either. And moist. Everybody knows Blech. moist is bad. <laughs> Moist yeah. is for cakes. Okay. That's just all I'm going to say. <sighs> I don't even like it in cakes. <laughs> it just reminds me. <laughs> um, also, 
this was such a cheesy book. Like it was funny, but it was so cheesy. Um, also, uh, I didn't like the fact that they let her go. I had a real problem with the, if you love it, set it free. Haven't we talked about this before and you were the one that liked it? When they have that moment of somebody I was having, I had a conversation with somebody and I don't. Was it me? It, was you it may have been. Because maybe I'm usually the one that says, I don't appreciate that. And whoever the other person was, was like, oh no, it's a good thing. They, they need to do that. That shows that they're redeemable. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want my guys to be redeemable. Maybe it was me, but maybe it's like, I, I, maybe I was talking about a specific character. I don't remember, but in general, I'm like you too. I don't. And again, if I had said that in the past, my bad. I don't know if I necessarily agree with myself. <laughs> because, yeah, I was like, wait, you're because we both like the villain, right? And like they were supposed to be this like villainous, horrible people. And they were like, no, we have to let her go. And I'm like, no, you don't. You found finders keepers. I think that a lot of times authors put that in there because they don't want their bad guys they're bad guy heroes to actually be bad guys. Yeah. And so they soften it. Mm-hmm. I personally prefer for them to not soften it. I want them to be, I want them to be the bad guys. Yeah, um, I agree. That's what I love about them. That's why, I, that's what I loved about Anna's heirs because he was like, nope, you're mine. That's what I loved about Adelaide Forest. Too bad. So sad your mind um also like excuse me could do you really diesel really said okay because didn't they say like if we don't agree if we don't all agree it doesn't happen right in general so that means they all agreed to let her go well i believe that diesel wasn't in the building when they let her go yeah but they had to have talked about it they had like a whole meeting about it yeah I, I was just like, man. And the dum dum girl was like, oh, I'm out. I'm I'm running. And then I was like, but you're liking it here. Like at that point, she had already accepted that she liked it there. Yeah. Well, I can also understand that difficulty in deciding what I should do versus what I want to do or what I think yeah. I should do or what I think I should want versus what I actually want. And I think mm-hmm. that that came into play there because she was so wrapped up in her independence that she thought she should want to leave. Yeah. That it, and that that overrode the fact that she actually didn't want to. Yeah. Um. Diesel continually surprised me. I loved his fanny pack. His fanny packs were <laughs> awesome. And yeah. I just have to tell you that my housemate came in and she was like, yeah, I got this at the thrift store and I got that at the thrift store. And then she holds up a pink sequined fanny pack and I <gasps> lost my shit. That's amazing. She's like, it was only a dollar. And I'm like, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, I'm like, if only it had a unicorn. Right. I thought of my daughter because she's obsessed with like pink sequined and she loves unicorns. That would definitely be something she would totally gravitate towards 
yeah, he was fun. Again, I loved the characters. Like they were very different and diverse. Um, as one of the book talkers I've stumbled upon who read Ben of Viper says, Diesel is completely cooked. He's insane. <laughs> I could, I mean, that that knife scene blew my face off. I was like, what is happening? Um, did your heart hurt for him? I mean, I mean wait, no, but I'm a bitch. Let me find it. Um, when he talked about his mom. Yeah. Yeah, when he talks about his mom and getting out of juvie and having her dead and the flames and everything, my heart broke for the poor guy. I can understand a little bit better why he's so crazy. I loved that he was crazy. I didn't put it as a negative. I didn't either, but um, I like the psychopath. No. Yeah, I mean, so do I. I just, again, I think that if he just wasn't into blood, he would totally be my type. But I'm, I no, don't like the blood aspect of it. So you can have a lot of fun with knives. I don't know. I, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I don't know it. I mean, I could, I could see it. I just don't know if I'd want to have the kind of knife fun that he's having <laughs> in multiple ways i don't want to be bleeding i'm not into that um you're into like pain and stuff i'm not into yeah. pain i don't i don't like that um i don't want anything sharp near any of my orifices <laughs> but i get like he was definitely a fun character to read him and his toolbox was hysterical i loved how excited he got about the basement and the new house i was surprised that the very first time that roxy went down to his den in the basement of their their skyscraper um mm -hmm. to watch him torture somebody that it was supposed to be a lesson i really yeah. expected that he was going to make her torture the guy yeah i was surprised that he held off on that yeah true I also will never look at birds the same. Birds. Because he just kept calling oh, okay. a little bird. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. What happened to the birds? <laughs> Nothing happened with the birds. Um, the, hang on, I had a thought. I had less of a problem with the knife scene than I did with him caning her. Okay. Canes suck. Yeah, I don't... They suck big blue donkey balls <laughs> i have opinions yeah i see <laughs> they are sharp the pain is sharp they leave they leave welts which i don't have a problem with the welts or the marks but it's the sharpness that i don't like i okay. i prefer thuddy pain to stingy pain so the sting of the cane i just it and i do not agree i don't like pain I also bruise so easily that I think if if he as much as looked at me, I would just turn into like a big purple bruise. I enjoy being marked. I enjoy having it to go back and look at later. Oh, you'd love to be me then. I have so many bruises. I don't even know where they came from. I'm the same way. Okay. Yeah. I, my, my legs, I always, <laughs> this is so sad. Because, like, I always have marks on me, no matter what. Um, 
again, sometimes I know what they're from and uh, half the time I'm like, I probably walked into like a door and didn't realize it. And then like, you know, but because of it, people are always staring at me and uh, Mr. Savage, because it definitely looks like he beats me. Like it, <laughs> it's not a good look. Um, Cause he's so much bigger than me and he looks like mean. He's not, but he looks mean. Yeah. I remember we were somewhere like a shop right or like some somewhere it was the summer and I was wearing shorts and a tank top and I'd been in a car accident like before mm-hmm. so I was marked up but from that obviously and it definitely did everybody was just staring at him next to me and I was like um I should probably have worn long sleeves <laughs> but it was the summer um I, I bruise easy, so I think uh, Diesel would. But Diesel would enjoy it. I don't know if I would. <laughs> Since you don't like pain, I'm going to go with no. Mm-mm, no, that's why Ryder is more my guy. Definitely. Um, and the other two didn't do it for me at all. Kenzo and Garrett. Kenzo's a little bipolar. Yeah. Um, his personality shifted so much. It was, it's hard to get a real read on, on who Kenzo is as a person. He was supposed to be like the romantic one, right? Like the softer the one. The softer one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not really into that as a, I'm, like, I'm not into that as a, a person. Like, it's not who, someone who I look for, right? Like in my books, especially, like we, we know I like the, the alpha asshole. Yeah. So he was not be someone that I would gravitate towards. Um, And who was Garrett supposed to fill? Like what, not stereotype, but like what role? Like just a big guy? He's definitely the muscle. Okay. I can't tell you for sure what role he fills for Roxy though. Okay. Except maybe that he was a challenge. Yes. I like their aspect. Like the... Like he hates women and like she's gonna break him down. Like that was a fun. I think it happened too fast, but I think that's because it was only one book, like you said, right? So uh, maybe in a series it would have been a little bit more believable because he went from like I hate her to she's my one and only <laughs> immediately. I actually made a note about it, not specifically hmm. with Garrett, but I've noticed a pattern in a lot of the mafia books that their love is instantaneous once they decide it is bam it's it's like the imprinting with zoe blake but i think it's because their their lives are so fast-paced and so dangerous that they don't know okay that tomorrow tomorrow's not guaranteed so they believe in living for today okay and i think that that i think that that takes that was how i justify things in this book to make it make sense to me because she was only there for a week and they were they were very much at odds and then they weren't there wasn't yeah really any gradual changing it was just bam 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 which is why I prefer multiple book series because you have time to draw that out and to make it more realistic yeah I can see that. But that's how I justified it. That's how it made sense to me. 
again, it's fine. It's a book. It's not meant to be like super believable. Um, and the whole point is to just escape into a fantasy. So I get it. Um, I also love Insta Love. So that that part worked for me. It worked for me. Um, what'd you think of the tattoo scene? <laughs> I thought of you so much during that. I was like, ooh, I understand why Tori likes this book. <laughs> that scene was hot. Yeah. For, for you. me. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. Look, I thoroughly enjoyed it too, uh, to read about. I did not self-insert in this book at all. I told you last time how like to self-insert. That's why I think I didn't like this book so much because I could not self-insert into it. I was like, no, I would never do this. That makes sense. Any of this. Um, but as a, as a, I guess, spectator, it was entertaining. It's very entertaining. Like I said, it was a very entertaining book. Here's the thing about this book, right? I haven't found anybody who was like, okay about this book, right? You either love this book or you hate it. Yes. There is no in-between on this one. Yeah. Which actually speaks volume about how good this book is because it makes you feel something. Like the whole point of a book is to make you feel something. Right. So it definitely achieved that in both of us. <laughs> Just different feelings. Yeah. And I hate is a strong word. I did not hate this book. I just, it wasn't for me. And I, I could observe from afar and see why people like it. Um, it was, it was an experience. That we will agree on. It is definitely an experience. I just couldn't keep track of all the people. That was my problem. But that's just a me problem. I, f- I feel like I could have done without Kenzo and I could have done without Garrett and it would have been just a menage and I would have been totally fine with it. <laughs> um, and then we would have gotten rid of one of the brothers and it would have been an even better situation <laughs> for me. I see how you have solved all of the problems in one go. There you go. Um, I liked, it was definitely a really funny book. I like how snarky she was. I loved all the, like, I don't remember how she said something to, to one of them and, and he was, he said something back and he was like, oh, how romantic of you. Like, it was definitely funny. Um, and I, en- I enjoyed reading the funny parts. Um, what else did I like about this book? What I didn't, uh, not the, and this is a thing that happens in a lot of books is that she like wouldn't take their money or gifts. Uh, for me, I'm like, girl, they're like super rich. Just take their money. This is nothing for them. And I admit uh, that happens in a lot of books. Whenever that happens books, I am like, just take the money, girl. I agree with you on that. Right. Just take the money. And and they're always like, oh, but she doesn't want the money. And she'd like, I, I get why people do that in books is because we didn't see that the heroine is in it for not the money. But here's the thing. We can see inside their heads. Like, you know, we're reading from her perspective. So, like, we know she's not there for the money. So, just let her take the money. <laughs> Going back to the funny parts, I really got tickled at Diesel when he decided he was going to marry Roxy. Yes. And he says, I'm going to marry her. He tells Garrett, but I ignore that, taking it as just another one who's crazy and ramblings. You have to ask her, genius. 
Garrett chuckles. Nah, I'll just put a ring on her finger one day and tell her it happened. There you go. I like the initiative. I like, I like, I, like, I like the plan. Yes. Um, so I'm going to have to say one thing. If you guys like this book and you like how badass the heroine is, you like the why choose aspect of it. Um, you guys should read Anita Blake. I love Anita Blake. Oh my yeah. God. I was introduced to her in hell, maybe back when I was married. Okay. Yeah. I started reading her back in, I want to say high school, but I might be wrong. Um, and the Anita Blake series is by Laurel uh, K. Hamilton. Thank you. Laurel K. Hamilton. And it's technically, I think in the sci-fi section of Barnes and Noble. Is it really? But it's, yes, it's not in the romance section. I would have thought it was an urban fantasy. Okay. That would have been what I would pick, but I, I wouldn't put it in a romance. But there is a lot of romance there in is, it. Yes. And there's a lot of sex in it. If you guys like crazy sex, talk about crazy, crazy sex, lots of action. Um, she is definitely a wide shoes. Like she's got multiple partners um, and she is a bad ass. Yes. With receipts. She's a badass with receipts. Um, you guys will love Anita Blake. Also, she looks like me, so I'm a little partial. <laughs> I really enjoyed like the first eight books. Yeah, there's a lot there's, of them. I mean, I think we're in the 30s now, maybe. Yeah, hey, I'll look it up. But the first eight books are really heavily plot driven, and the mm -hmm. plots are so freaking good. Um, and the action is good. The side characters are good. There's, I don't have a lot that I can complain about. Yeah. It's a really well thought out series. I am in love with Edward. I liked Richard. <sighs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I mean, you're cool in a lot of aspects, but uh, I don't know. Uh, all right. Fine. I like me the alpha werewolf. I'm sorry. It's not the alpha that I have a problem with. It's the fact that he's a dumbass. Okay, but he's a pretty dumbass. Well, that's true. If he would just stop... You like Diesel. You're saying Diesel is smart? He's not. He's a dumbass, too. He's a pretty crazy dumbass. Yeah, but once he has decided that he wants her, he wants her. There is no, there is no other option. There is no other possibility for Diesel other than he will have her. Yes. Richard is so wishy-washy. It's the wishy-washy that I don't like. Okay. Look, I will have to go back and reread and I'll tell you. But I remember, again, when I, I'm telling you high school me liked Richard. Okay, I don't remember from now. If I will read it now, me, I probably would come up with an answer who's different than Richard. Edward isn't even on the radar as a as a partner for Anita. He's just a psychopath. Yeah. He's just associate, total yeah. sociopath. And I'm like, oh yeah, sign me up. I'm here. That, that's where I want. There's 28 books so far. And she's still going, by yeah, the way. There's another one coming out next year, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those books are, that. Rem, this, this book reminded me a lot of that in that aspect. Like if you, the, the only problem, not the problem, the only difference is I think Anita, like 
because it was a series, it was easier to kind of show like why she was a badass. This book, it was just like, she's a badass because she owns a bar and she's got tattoos, yeah. right? Like that was the whole thing. Um, you see Anita training, you see Anita like battling, you see Anita like putting work in to be like, be a badass. Absolutely. Um, and again, it's because there's a series like you, you understand, you know, it grew as a, as a series. Um, in this book, it was just like, oh, here, she shot in the range one time and now she's just an expert shooter. It wasn't believable. I marked that too. That's that, the inconsistency right? that she had never worked with guns, but yet she kept making headshots. Yeah. yeah, she was just so good at it. Um, I, I could see if it was like, oh, I made one lucky shot or something, but like it was the consistently like just being great, you know, um, again, what I liked, but it definitely reminded me of Anita Blake. And I was like, oh, this is definitely reminiscent of this, the same kind of vibe. I can see that. I ha- I didn't put it together, but once you've mentioned it, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I can see it. Yeah. Again, if you guys like crazy sex, I will never forget this, the crazy sex part. Um, I don't remember. This was such a long time ago, so please don't like keep me to the details. But I remember there was the one time that Anita Blake was like in the enemy lair, some crazy bitch like tied her up and like unleashed this crazy shifter to have sex with her, like to rape mm-hmm. her. Um, and she somehow wishy was like the whole point was like he was um he liked the fight and like he liked the the aspect like of the thought of him possibly dying and she was like you know I'm an expert fighter like if I'm tied and up and you're doing this to me like what are you getting out of it like you should untie me and then I'll really give you a fight and it was a snuff film Gabriel the leopard yeah that was that was it yes that was it thank you um I will I was like holy shit this is crazy I don't think they actually I think she killed she did, him she stabbed him or she escaped yeah um, so it didn't happen, but it was a close call. I was like, holy, it was, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like, what the fuck am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I'll never forget that. Like, it was just so well written. I mean, Laurel K is an awesome, awesome. Her author, other series, so. the Mary Gentry series. Yeah. Um, I haven't read that one. Take Laurel K. Hamilton or take yeah. Anita Blake and take away mm-hmm. all of the plot and add more sex and put Ooh. it in the fake court and you've got Mary Gentry. Okay. Okay. Because it is so sex driven, I didn't care for it as much. I know yeah. I'm a freak, <laughs> but fun. a lot of people really enjoyed it. I just love it. Cause you were like, it's not, I don't really enjoy the sex as much, but I really liked Denna Vipers. <laughs> I'm unusual. What can I say? You are. You are one of a kind, my friend. Absolutely. But if you're interested in the Anita Blake series, the first book is called Guilty Pleasures. Yes. And you should definitely check it out. Yes, it's definitely it's a good series. It's just I stopped reading because it was too long. I'm not going to lie to you. I I stopped reading um, Christine Feehan for the same reason. I was like, I can't. There's just too many of them. I um. I stopped with the Anita with the Anita series because it started getting away from the plot and more into the sex, and I lost interest. Yeah, and I lost interest when she had her little 
why choose relationship? Like when, and when, cause we know I don't really like it. So I was like, wait, she's just going to stay with all these people. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't think I like that. Um, but cause she was, da- who was the vamp, the vampire? Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. You know what? I'm not Richard. Jean-Claude was definitely my favorite. I lied. Jean-Claude's my favorite. Um, I love the, the how like calm he was about everything. Um, I remember there was one scene like where somebody was kidnapped, somebody they were gonna save somebody, like, and like both of them are just doing their hair. And the, <laughs> somebody's like, um, excuse me, like don't you know that somebody is like kidnapped? And John Claude was like, Yeah, and me having frizzy hair isn't gonna do anything about it. <laughs> um, it was really funny. But Den of Vipers was fun. It was a fun read. Um, I see the appeal. I don't necessarily agree, but I see the appeal. Um, the tattoo scene was crazy. That's probably my other favorite, just from like the bizarre aspect of yeah. it. Because he just had her sitting on his dick for like, what, 30 minutes? A while. With it. But it like just literally sitting. Yeah, just very still. Just sitting. Well, it's not like he could fuck her because I mean that would mess up the tattoo. Exactly. But that made me think of um just the logistics of it. It's like how how will you just sit like that? You know? Like how could you just I I guess it's because he's crazy, but like how are you hard for 30 minutes just sitting? Maybe she was practicing her kegels. Maybe. No, I got nothing. <laughs> it was really interest. Like I said, it was interesting. I should probably go back and like count the amount of times I've said interesting in this episode. <laughs> um, but overall, we agree that it was a entertaining book. It was an entertaining read. Yes. yes. And I think that's all we have to say on Den of Vipers. Yeah, totally worth it. Read it. If you haven't read it, it's it's worth a read. Absolutely. See, I would say read it and then tell us which one of us you agree with. <laughs> and again, if you liked this book, please don't hate me. I'm sorry. I tried. When you going in and it wasn't going to be my uh, cup of tea. But even though you didn't like it, you still found parts that you enjoyed. I enjoyed it as a whole. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. They can't hate you for it. No, it's just I have critic. What is it? Critical criticism. Yeah, I have critical criticism. criticism. Thank, thank you, constructive criticism, um, on how it could have been better for me. You take out two guys, <laughs> and you shorten it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's absolutely no reason that K A Knight should take my advice. By the way, because she's obviously gotten so many fans for this book, so. Don't change it. People like it. Um, do you have any, he's a 10 for me, because I have some for you. I don't think that I had a chance to do that this week. That's fine. I'll just do mine and you can do some next. Sounds week. good. Okay. He's a 10, but then you find out that all of his tattoos are from a Russian prison. 11. Just one point. Okay. The prison <laughs> aspect doesn't do it for me, 
So it would depend on why he's in prison. Oh, um, he wanted to go in there to get the tattoos because the tattoo guy that the tattoo artist that he wanted happened to be in prison. Or we can go the Zoe Blake style because he was hired to be in the prison to save, like to, to be a bodyguard for some rich oligarchs. See, now that one, I would say a five because the, the tattoo artist was in prison. That would get him a negative point for me because he's trying too hard. Okay, he's trying too hard. What if he was um, hired to be in the prison? Like he, he was hired to be in the prison to be a bodyguard. That would get me like a 15. Okay. So we, I mean, Zoe Blake's characters always are like well above oh, a yeah. 10. So, okay. He's a 10, but he's a psychopath. 15. <laughs> he's a 10, but he loves to see you bleed. 13. He's a 7, but he's a complete alpha hole. <laughs> I feel like we have to keep this in every episode. We need to have your phone go off. Okay. Um. <laughs> your phone thinks that he, if he's a seven in an alcohol, he needs to be exterminated. <laughs> I am going to go with that would make him a 10. Okay. He's a six, but he reads dark romance. Oh. I'm going to go with seven. Okay. You really had to think about that one. I like. I, I really had to think about that one. I like the amount of thought you're putting into these. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hate to, to rate somebody wrong. I mean. Of course. All right. He's a 10, but he can't find the clit. <laughs> oh, he's a four. <laughs> he's a 10, but he doesn't randomly growl mine at you. He does or he does not? He does not randomly growl mine at you. Seven. That's all the ones I have for you. I will come up with some for you for <laughs> next week. That's fine. No, no problem. Um, do we have anything? Oh, do you have any palate cleansers? Um, Mr. Klein is gone for the next week. He's always gone. <laughs> Summer is when he does all of his, his activities. So, okay. um, and last weekend he was gone to Pensick, which was actually a two week event. Mm. So he went, he came home for, he, he went down for the weekend, set up came home for the week and then he left this morning at some godforsaken time in the morning I don't know he tried to kiss me goodbye and I think I pushed him away I was like <laughs> yeah go away early go away <laughs> um because I am not a morning person me and mornings do not get along um but he'll be gone <laughs> until probably Saturday and so I have the house all to myself it is glorious oh, I'm so jealous I'm so jealous. Um, and the other thing that I have is this is my lovely wine. It looks good. It is from a local winery and it's called Sophia Sunrise. 
and it is so freaking Ooh. good. It looks kind of purple. Is it purple? It's a very, it's that red that's almost purple. Yeah. I love that. Okay. That sounds it's good. Very tasty. It's kind of got what an kind apple, of wine is it? Um, it's got kind of an apple flavor. It's considered to be a rosé, which I don't quite get with a color. Yeah, it's, it's very, very dark, it's, it's for, dark a for a rosé. But it's it's got some apple and cranberry notes. Very tasty. I like it. That's really funny because without even knowing, my palate, my palate cleanser for you today is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have recently found this Macau's Irish cheddar. It's a 12-month aged grass-fed Irish cheddar. Oh, God, that sounds good. It is so good. Oh. So good. Um, so I bet it goes real, really good with your wine. I bet it does too. Right? Um, I'll have to check yeah. Wegmans. I think, I think ShopRite has it, so I'm sure Wegmans probably has it. We might it. even have a ShopRite um, here in town. I don't know, but we might. Okay. Um, ShopRite is just like the closest grocery store to me, so that's where I go. Um, it's really good. They have a six-month and a 12-month. They're both Excellent. good. Um, and I really, I, I think I've said before, like I just eat cheese for dinner like 95% of the time because I'm too lazy to cook. Same. And yeah, it's really yummy. Um, so that's my palate cleanser. My other palate cleanser is go read that secret baby Russian mafia book. <laughs> um, and that's, that's all I got for you. Well, next week we are taking a break from books. We are going to do a trope talk on our favorite Omegaverse books. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> and the week after that, we are going to come back with Haunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton. I'm excited about that, too. <laughs> um, it will be our first foray into the stalker trope. And I am super yeah. excited. Me, too. Um Thank you so much for being with us today. If you're um, interested, please follow us on Facebook. Uh, join the Facebook group. It's Trigger Warning Romance Support Group. Um, please follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We're at Trigger Warning Romance. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And we will read your review out loud eventually. If you have anything else you'd like to share, please message either of us um, or email us at triggerwarningromance at gmail.com. Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. Have a great day. Y'all take care. Bye.